Okay, so I can do it. It's fine. All right. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Chats Over Coffee with my yoga teacher. I am Kayla, the yoga teacher, and I'm here with Peter. Peter, why don't you introduce yourself? Hello, I'm Peter, your faithful student, who um, <laughs> also is a stand-up comedian. Yeah, so hello. It's a new year. Well, if you're listening chronologically, of course. But yeah, so it's in, in real time, it's January. January 2024. 2024. Have you got any plans for the start of the year? Uh, in terms of like stuff people can interact with. So I have classes start back up from the 8th of January. So definitely join after then all your regular classes online and then near the end of january either the 23rd or the 30th i haven't actually decided yet i'm going to do a workshop called nine actions for an empowered life so if you're interested in joining a workshop that's more wrapped around holistic health and is not a movement-based workshop so it's not a yoga class it's it's more you know presentation talking knowledge slides then definitely come along to that because it's really fun it's really good we do lots of different things meditation eft tapping so if you're interested in that kind of thing then come along to that because it it's going to be a blast mm-hmm. <laughs> what what have you got going on this month oh so it's kaylamccormack.com for everything isn't it yes you can find me on social media by searching kayla mccormack yoga or you can go to my website which is just my name kaylamccormack.com there'll be links in the show description if you're lazy <laughs> What am I doing? Was the question, wasn't it? Yes. I don't know. I've not got anything really to plug other than that. I think I'm just sort of easing my way back in. And I've got some ideas for little like sketches and stuff and things. So maybe I'll have some good content at some point in the next month. But uh, you should all be following me on social media anyway, shouldn't you? So, yeah. Peter Brush with an underscore at the end because whoever this elusive Peter Brush is that keeps taking domains before I get there is um, he's on the hit list. But. Uh, at the moment he's still in the way so my website and links are in there be in the description as well but hopefully there'll be something other than just i am performing in pubs to random strangers at some point later in the year well you've started writing a little bit more oh yes the Substack's got like four or five pieces on it now from i think i'm averaging Mm. one piece every two months yeah i do need more subscribers to that trying to make sure what's on there is good so i'll put a link to that i would say what's on there is good so if you're interested in reading something that's (laughs) quite funny you're my core demographic but yeah head over to substack and read some of the some of the stuff he's written because it's quite good it's quite good thank you they're hopefully t- <laughs> i won't say timeless i feel like a ponce saying that sort of thing but i don't try try and write things that would only be relevant that week oh god i was about to say they hopefully say something about our time and moment that <laughs> that sounds that sounds even worse but <laughs> They're supposed to be not satirical, but they're supposed to be funny. Who knows? Anyway, please read them and subscribe and follow me everywhere and follow Kayla everywhere and go to her classes and 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 please enjoy this podcast. So we'll start that now, shall we? Yeah, we're just waffling, Sounds good. so we're just like just, enjoy. Just, yeah. <laughs> the election happens in like six states. Basically, what? It's those three: Nevada, Georgia, and Arizona. So basically, I don't need to vote. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> no. <laughs> What's it, South Carolina? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you can still vote. I have to register every year, which is a pain in the butt. Oh, well, you didn't use GD. We've had the same senator for, for like 40 years, something absolutely ridiculous. Is it a famous one? Le- Les, Les? Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham, there you go. I always remember I remember his name because it's a girl's it's name. It's a girl's but, name. I'm anyway. sure he'd love to be reminded of that. <laughs> But he's the one like doing more fracking in South Carolina and he's just like completely, he's just 100% the opposite of green. Brown? Well, I don't know what the opposite of green is. If you had a colour chart, is there an opposite of green? Is green a primary colour? 
It's not, is it? No. What are the primary colours? So are they yellow, red, and blue? Mm-hmm. So green yeah. would be... It'd be whatever the other two colours in the middle of those two would be. So purple? Purple. Yeah, but that's confusing because purple <laughs> is used in American politics to denote places that are sort of in the middle of Republican, like, swing states. Oh, you know, so. we can't use purple then, can we? So if he was a purple politician, he'd be like a, a centrist. So then we need to go back to brown then. Green can mean other things. It can mean uh, envious, can't it? So it could mean the opposite of... What's the opposite of envious and jealous then? Happy for someone. I don't know really because I never experienced that. So I couldn't... um... (laughs) 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 Do you want to talk about New Year's resolutions? Yeah. Have you got any New Year's resolutions? I don't know if I'll do it or not, but I think my New Year's resolution might be to not eat fake meat. Oh. Because I just think it's not food, is it? Well, it's funny that you say that because that is something that I've been thinking about recently because it's ultra processed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All fake meat is ultra processed, unless it's something like jackfruit. I think that is considered a fake meat, but that's, that's, that is just the fruit, isn't it? Yeah, you point. can make that's it into it. like a pulled pork type thing, jackfruit. Yeah. And also, I sometimes have made these sausages out of cashew nuts and chestnuts and tofu. You made them yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they fall apart, but they're quite nice. (laughs) They fall apart. (laughs) I just think it's one of those things that's like, you know, people don't want to have Coca-Cola anymore because it's got so much sugar in it. So Mm. you drink Pepsi Max, which has got a load of those other things in it, which aren't good for you. Worse, I would just like to state right here and now, fake sugars are worse than real sugar. Okay. Yeah, but real sugar is really bad for you, isn't it? (laughs) Only in excess. All right, we'll get to, maybe get to that in a second. Um, (laughs) No, because I'd be interested in knowing more about the biology so park that and uh, okay yeah. park it and do remember at some point we're talking about resolutions so at some point you might have one as well but, <laughs> so I just think if you're going to like you just have to accept that any of the cokes are bad for you so you either do it or you just don't do it I think so if you don't want to eat burgers and sausages you've just decided that you're not going to do that with your life but the branding is such that it's all like it says plant based so everyone goes yeah. oh well it must be natural even though how many things are plant-based that would kill you? I mean, <laughs> you know. Yeah, like, yeah. And also, like, you know, all those fake plastics that they come out with now, you know, some of the good, you know, some of the companies that are trying to be a bit better at that kind of thing, and they're like, oh, well, don't worry, this is compostable plastic, so you can you can put it in your compost, you know. And then you're like, yeah, but I wouldn't eat it, but it's plant-based, but you wouldn't eat it. Yeah. Plant-based doesn't equal healthy, plus, obviously, there's poisonous things. Poor ivy <laughs> is pretty natural, isn't it? Or <laughs> most mushrooms. It's just... Mm-hmm. It's just such a clever, such a clever thing to say, plant-based. I mean, there was a bit of a thing about like trying to get them to not call a plant-based burger a burger, wasn't there? Because I don't think they're allowed to do that in France, but they weren't. They're not allowed to call a burger a burger if it's not made of burger. <laughs> I remember it with milk, like oat milk, and mm. I think you have to call it almond drink now, don't you? Is that why they put milk with a Y instead of... Yeah, it's to get round the... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you just can buy so-sojis or, like, or bigers. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> I'd buy so-sojis. Sounds good. <laughs> I think in 10, 20 years' time, it's going to be something that they find that they have more definitive proof of it being 
incredibly bad for you. Well, they say ultra processed food is one of the worst things you can eat. That will include non-vegetarian foods as well. But like we assume that because we're eating vegetarian or because it's a corn burger or something that all of a sudden it's not so bad. But it'll be interesting to know which is technically unhealthier for you on balance. The uh, Beyond Burgers or a McDonald's Burger. I'd be curious. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know how many people I've seen who say like, oh, I'm going vegetarian or I'm I'm vegan and they're so unhealthy. But it used to be that chips were vegan and that was the bad thing for you. But now you can have all of this fast food that's vegan that we never didn't exist 10 years yeah. ago. It's equality for unhealthiness now, isn't it? You don't have to have an ethical reason <laughs> To be healthy, it's just. I was listening but to someone. Like, sorry, I was just going to say this, this before you before you move on to listen. Derail you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I read something just today that talked about the type of protein that you get and how your body processes it. And I'm afraid I cannot repeat that because it's just a bit too much for me to verbally repeat. But basically, it was saying that if you're getting your protein from a plant based source, you need. Say, let's just use some random numbers here. Say you need 14 grams of protein from this plant-based source to get three grams of this type of protein that's in it, you know. So like protein in general is an over, is your strand, but then there are different types of protein that make up protein, you know, that you would like label protein. So this one type that you need is is very common in plant-based sources. So you need more. So you need like 14 grams of, of you know, plant-based protein to get it to get those three grams whereas if you're having chicken nearly all of it is that type of protein and that's the type of protein you need to build muscle and to keep you know weight on and stuff like that and i just thought it was really interesting because it kind of comes back to the point that it's like how how natural can we get you know is it just you know plants and meat you know maybe eggs you know i just think like a, a balanced diet does need to have quite a bit of protein and it is the buzzword at the moment in the health industry but it does need to have quite a bit of protein in it and i don't think your average plant diet gets that so people supplement it with you know corn products and highly processed or ultra processed foods and to be honest is it really giving you what you need? You know, it might say it's got 20 grams of protein on it. Is your body even breaking it down properly? You know, I am told by other parties that the uh, whole having to have a good amount of protein thing is kind of a myth because you can get enough of it from just vegetables. Now, I don't know whether you'll know more than me. I'm always the thing is, I'm always very not suspicious. I'm a skeptical person generally anyway, not in terms of like, I think that the lizards run everything and all that <laughs> i'm skeptical of, okay not as not as skeptical as lizard people no, got it i'm skeptical of conspiracists <laughs> but i'm also skeptical of anyone that thinks they've figured out something due to one mm. strand of research or something like i don't really trust academics or scientists completely i feel they're probably more yes. they're probably more legitimate than me sort of pulling out something out my ass but i think that if someone's i'm gonna have to edit this down so it's less waffly obviously <laughs> when i was stopping eating meat and stuff and i would occasionally get things from mm. like, the vegetarian society and they would say oh you only need this and you only i've been reading things from um people like peter and stuff like that they would say it's all the industrial meat producing complex and the big dairy farmers that are like putting information out that suggests that you need to drink milk but in fact you don't because you know it's not actually as healthy yes. as you think and the same for me yeah. i mean it's propaganda mm. either way 
I suppose, because one side's saying that you need it and maybe you don't because, you know, it gives them money and the other mm. side have got a political agenda whereby they don't want you to do it because they've got a higher aim, which is that they don't want animals to suffer. So yes, it does not yeah. matter whether that's true or not because their aim is to get you to not consume it and to say that you can get the equivalent or even better by not even yeah. using the products and in fact you don't need as much protein as you want. So yeah. I'm sceptical. If someone says, and I know you're a smart and balanced person and all that stuff but <laughs> thank you but if you sell me that <laughs> stuff about protein now i'm sort of thinking i'm taking that on board but i'm also like well is that one person's study of, in one person's book there's yeah. one person that said that and then yeah, again absolutely. you get mindful about these sorts of things because like half of these stats are used to promote whatever ethical agenda someone has and then mm. and then figures get like become memeified almost so people will say oh well, mm. in fact did you know 14 grams of protein i know you've just said that that was an arbitrary amount yeah. you didn't say that it was what it was yeah but it yeah. just becomes oh well did you know that only one percent of so and so is you know and then that from one study it just becomes yes. something that you know people always repeat and there's a lot of other political arguments where people will will pick out a percentage from one study and especially with nutrition maybe not especially with nutrition but i notice a lot of nutrition because they've changed the nutritional advice so many times over however many mm. years i don't know what vested interests have made them sort of have these specific advice in the first place how conspiratorial you're going to be about it i'm going to be very conspiratorial maybe but <laughs> so i have been told by other parties that uh, we don't need as much protein as we think we do I've also been told by the same party, I'm not dobbing this person, they could be a man or woman, I could, or, I may or may not live with them, and I, <laughs> no, I'm not giving anything away, but, <laughs> but I, I was told by them that there was some study that studied weightlifters and how much protein they used and it didn't make any difference to the muscle mass they put on okay so so in terms of like uh, actually putting on muscle mass from weightlifting there was a study they did with rats and or was it mice a tiny little rodent that you should feel sorry for anyway um i didn't know they could deadlift, basically <laughs> well basically they they you know engineer rats to have things so most animals actually have um they produce their own vitamins C, I believe. Yes, they produce their own vitamin C. Yeah, C. Um, we can't. We we do not produce produce our own vitamin C. We we have to get that from our food, which is normally not a big deal, to be honest. You know, normally most veggies and fruit and things all have vitamin C in them in small amounts. But so they engineered these mice not to have vitamin C. Uh, and then some one set they gave vitamin C and one set they didn't. They didn't change anything else about the the diets between the sets of mice. And the mice who were given vitamin C based on the mice who weren't have more muscle mass, and it was more. Of a difference than when they did that study based on protein. So theoretically, you could say that vitamin C is more important for building muscle mass than protein. Right. In that kind of context. In the context of being a mouse. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Yeah. But I so. mean, like, in the context of, like, how your body, what your body needs, you know, it needs a lot of vitamin C to build protein and to actually build muscle on you. So, like, if you're actually low on vitamin C, that is really bad. You need to get your vitamin C up. But it's likely if you do eat fruit and veg every day, you're probably fine for your vitamin C. The catch is, is that protein is actually a lot more difficult to get, especially if you don't eat 
meat or dairy. And that's because we in certain countries don't eat a lot of the things that would give us that protein. So there is definitely a requirement for your body to have protein. I mean, in fact, it's it's a bit of a buzzword at the moment in the health industry because women need more protein as they go through premenopause and perimenopause. So around the age between like 35 and 40, you need to think about upping your protein if you're a woman. You need to be 100 grams of protein a day. That would be fine if you eat a lot of beans and peas not so much chickpeas because chickpeas are actually quite starchy uh, if you eat certain types of veggies like broccoli you know bre- brassicas you know cabbage those kind of things you probably will get your 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 100 grams of protein from your vegetables because but you'd have to eat like you have to be eating it <laughs> and to be honest most of us aren't i mean and for one i can't i wouldn't be able to do that I would explode. Right, so right. there's that. Do as, as well. I say, not as I do. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that. I would be like living off buscopan and painkillers if I ate a diet that was that full of like beans and brachiuses and stuff like that. Because in the end, you know, a lot of people do have problems with IBS and oh, issues yeah. with their, you know, with their gut and stuff like that. So if you find that you can't eat those things because it is actually painful, then you, you need to think about, you know. You just need to man up. Where are you yeah, getting sure. it from? Yeah, you just need to man up. <laughs> duh. <laughs> You know, but I would say that, like, in general, if you can find a balanced, healthy diet, that is, that's going to work for you. That That is really important. And if you are concerned about the welfare of animals, then yeah, you're going to have to go vegan. If you are concerned about the environment, you don't need to go vegan. And to be honest, you probably don't even need to go vegetarian. You just need to spend a lot of money on your meat. And I mean a lot of money. <laughs> or farm it yourself. Get your own chickens or something. So. Get your own chickens. Exactly. If you're more worried about the environmental impacts, just aim towards birds. So it depends on why. If you're really here for like animal welfare, you have to be vegan. There's no way around it. Every single milking cow turns into a burger. And all the little uh, male chicks will get incinerated or in a blender or whatever, don't they? So fed to cobras or whatever but i know some organic farms with chickens they just leave them they just leave the male ones in the group capons you can have maybe the capon is a castrated male chicken oh is that what they do i haven't looked into it much i don't know why they're prized particularly they're like the eunuchs of the um you know what i found <laughs> out recently is that eunuchs were actually really tall why would they be tall because when they castrate them i'm gonna get this wrong but I read a book, mm-hmm. not about specifically this, but about hormones. <laughs> and uh, when you have a male puberty, something mm-hmm. to do with the level of testosterone, it kind of tells you when to stop growing. Oh. So they don't get told to stop so much, I think. So I think they tend oh. to be taller. I can't remember now. I'd have to look this up again. Does everything go when they do eunuchs? I don't know, actually. I think um, I think maybe it does. I, I That's what I originally thought when I was for like, when I was a teenager or something but i never actually looked into it when i was at sunday school at church because we were church going when i was a kid Mm, mm. they told us about eunuchs at sunday school once Mm. i can't believe they did this but what happened was the leader of the sunday school group says there would a eunuch is like a you know castrated male whatever and here's how they used to do it and then he got his bag and he had two pickled onions in it and he put it on the table and he started smashing them with this hammer (laughs) so i was like I don't know what the point of that was. Is that true? Is that true? Is that really how they did it? Did they not just do it like they do it with sheep or something and tie a string around him or something? You would just, yeah, I think it's like that because otherwise you'd just be walking around with this, like, with balls with this mushy sort of, like, (laughs) like a ball sack with this mushy sort of stuff. It'd be horrible, wouldn't it? No. 
Yeah, that wouldn't work. That no, wouldn't it wouldn't work. work, would it? I don't think that would. That would. No, I think you're right. It also has quite a high um, fatality rate. You lose a lot of blood. These days you wouldn't, obviously, because you'd be under general anaesthetic in a, you know, surgical yeah, environment. Yeah, there was but, like, some reason to, yeah. In biblical mm. times, if you were just, like, getting a hatchet and stuff, then it's, um, yeah, you lose a lot of blood and they, they wouldn't all make oh it. Oh, my God. Why did they do that? Because there would be slaves for, like, the king's wife, so that the king's wife could never have sexual relations uh... with the slaves. I think they could also sing. The castrati is what they're called in... Um... That's some dedication to your craft. I would have been a candidate for that, I suppose, because when I was in the school and the church choir, I had quite a good singing voice. But as soon as my oh, no. as soon as my voice broke, it just went to shit. So did like did people used to pretend to sing bad? Yeah, yeah, so that's the word. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> for me, I just feel like when we're trying to you know figure all this kind of stuff out, you just have to decide for yourself what's your most important value that you're sticking to is it health of yourself health of the planet or health of the animals you know what is like the overarching thing that you really 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 feel is unnegotiable well i just think you can't win anyway can you really so that's that's my opinion unless you want to be an absolutist about it i just think you can just can only really live by a general principle but if you're trying if you're trying then that's your guiding factor i think you have to be you have to acknowledge that it's not i'm not saying it's an unnatural thing to do to click i'm not saying like but we're naturally omnivores aren't we so yeah we should eat meat so yeah yeah so it's the yeah. whole naturalist of what is natural is not necessarily moral. Yeah, exactly. That's why I kind of split it up into those three categories. You have to decide for yourself. You can't be in all three all at the same time. It's not possible. You have to decide for yourself which one is the most important. And I think it's okay to break the rules every so often if you just fancy it. That's not... Well, then there's that as well, yeah. <laughs> Got to live a bit. So maybe I would have the odds um, Beyond Burger then. I don't know. It's weird because I mm. sort of thought, if I don't want to eat that, then I don't really want to eat meat again. But given the option between the two, like I was in a, uh, I was in a gig mm. uh, last month and you got free, a free meal with it and they only had yeah. fake meat burgers or meat burgers. So what did you choose? I had the fake one. <laughs> there wasn't a fish option. Sometimes I have the fish option. Fish is worst. I know, yeah, but it's worse from your moral like, yep. standpoint. Like, yeah, yeah. See, this is why I said you got to choose yours yeah, yeah, exactly, and then stick yeah. to it because it'll influence everything. Doesn't mean you're better than me. <laughs> <laughs> nope, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> A lot of the time, people say set smart goals. You know, be really specific. Be you know, set time limits for yourself. Spend money on it. All these kind of mm. weird, you know, all the acronyms and stuff for smart and all this kind of stuff. And it's like that's really that is important. But I think the opposite of that is true. You need if you if you just think right. I'm gonna walk three days a week for thirty minutes a day. That's that might be very clear and defined, and you might think that's great. But you've got to also break that down into your why. You know, you've got to know why you're doing it because there will be a time when you can't do it, and you've got to understand like, is this? Do I just do I just give up? Do I am I lenient with myself? Is there some other way? So like, if you know you're gonna walk every day, if that's for your health. And then you've got the flu. Well, well, resting is for your health. So you should be fine with that. You know, the logic brain goes, nah, it's fine. You know, if, if you walk every day because you want to be out in nature, but you've got the flu, well, then you open the window for five minutes. Or you do a virtual reality thing where it's the... <laughs> yeah. You know, get one of those headsets and pretend you're in, uh, you know, rainforest. Get some pine essential oils yeah. and just kind of, <laughs> you know. I mean, that entirely defeats yeah, the purpose, exactly. isn't it? But yeah. <laughs> but... <laughs> 
I just mean, you know, you've got to really boil it down. It's the same with diet. If you're changing your diet, really boil it down to your why. So that way, when you come to those decisions, do I get the free burger that's fake or the free burger that's real? You mm. know what you're going to be. You're prepared, you know. And obviously, there, there's times when you're just going to do whatever you fancy at the time and you look back on it and go, should I have done that? I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, as long as we're a bit, a bit mindful that we're all human, it's fine. But I do think, like, it's nice to set resolutions. Uh, it's nice to better yourself as a person, to always be kind of, like, trying to grow. Um, you know, how can I be better? However that, whatever the word better means to you. <laughs> doesn't matter what your definition of better is. Um, the problem is, is when, for me, I see quite, obviously, as a yoga teacher and as, you know, health and stuff, a lot of what I see is very based on what I look at and what I talk about. So algorithms are showing me what I want to see. But, you know, I don't see things that say like, oh, lose 10 pounds in a week, blah, blah, blah. You know, I don't, but obviously it is out there. And that, you know, it's nice to have some goals, but it's better to be from, you know, it's better for it to form part of your values and to and to grow from that rather than just being like, I want to be skinny. <laughs> it's, not mo- it's not enough motivation, to be honest. I can't remember many news resolutions. I mean, I have had joke news resolutions before that I didn't really. <laughs> like, like one year, you never planned on keeping. Sort of, no, because I just thought it was funny to say, like one of my news resolutions was once to not be rushed at hand dryers in public toilets. <laughs> do you have any resolutions or do you not bother? Mm, well, this year I'm graduating. Oh, right. University. Wow, finally. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes. I, I don't mean that in a kindness and anyway. Obviously, I knew it's a long no, course, wasn't it? So yeah. No, I've been doing it for 10 years. It's a part-time degree, isn't it? So it's not... Yeah, it's yeah. a very part-time astronomy degree. Yeah. But I am graduating this year. So, yay. Mm. And I think next year, I do want to focus a little bit more on getting my health back to a better state might be a better way of putting it so I think as I've been getting older I need to do more and I haven't so I do do yoga obviously quite regularly but I stopped doing the cardio classes the vinyasa classes yeah, on Tuesday because uh, I've been busy yeah <laughs> I know but but I'm thinking like oh if I add that back to my schedule or if I just do some cardio in my life and I did I have been on and off with my weight lifting weight training whatever you want to call it strength training stuff so i think it's on my mind that i could be a little that i could be better i could be better i'm not no you're not eating enough I'm meat that's what it happy. is or fish yeah that's probably <laughs> that's what it is <laughs> <laughs> you know but i know i could do better but i have on purpose prioritized my degree and yeah, that's yeah. all there is to it i have done it on purpose I, I have made the choices to sit down on a computer and focus on you know writing reports and things instead of exercise because the other thing I was saying before, you know, if if you are, um, if you have a monthly cycle and then you are going to go through the menopause one day and things like that, you do need to make sure you've got enough muscle on. You do need to make sure you're eating healthy because it will help the menopause be less um, ups and downs and things like that. It'll make it more comfortable to go through the change in the Forward hormones. Forward planning there. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm thinking like, I want to focus more on that. But that is what I mean by a very vague goal. So, but it's not, I mean, I did a, I did a workshop on this, actually, I, just to just to add it in there for any ladies listening. Uh, the menopause isn't like a cliff you drop off of, you know, it is a very slow thing. And it can start as early as like 35. So your perimenopause or your premenopause around the age of 35 or later, it can start. 
to have an effect on your not, how, how you sleep. You might be warmer, you might be colder, you, you can, your cycle might be slightly out or out of sync or a bit late or a bit early or something like that. You can have slight little effects. So it, it's good to start early, It was what I mean. You're not, you don't have to wait till you're 55 or something and then be like... I mean, it's never too late, ever, but, you know, if you're thinking about preparing, around 35 and up is a good time to think about. And then, as we said before, around 30, you start losing muscle mass, so you're no longer growing anymore. So you need to be actively doing stuff to put the muscle mass back on. Quick question about sugar before it ends. I like your opinion on the demonization of sugar. So how bad is sugar? Is it is it yeah. linked to everything? Like, is it linked to loads of cancers and loads of, you know, like, like you hear sometimes? So a high sugar diet is linked to problems with your metabolism, which is linked to things like heart disease and high blood pressure or something like that. Kind of like you might, same kind of idea like with salt, you know, if you have too much salt. But you would never say salt is unhealthy. You would never say don't eat any salt ever because you know your body needs salt. Salt's if good, you isn't eat it? A lot of high, yes. In, in Scandinavia, they have like a lot of cured meats and stuff. And they've got like... Mm. 30 grams of salt in something as well and they uh, don't have particularly unhealthy lifestyles traditionally yeah. do they so you wouldn't necessarily say salt is bad because it can be bad if you eat crap tons of salt like that mm. doesn't make salt bad that makes the quantity bad it is in a similar vein to salt in terms of if you keep the quantity at a reasonable amount then it's fine if you buy natural sugars so like coconut sugar instead of actual sugar plant, or if you have brown sugar or some, not molasses sugar, but, um, you know, unprocessed sugar, like that's going to have a bit more in it. And so, and it's, it's just a bit like, and if you were adding it yourself, so if you put one teaspoon in your coffee every day, you know how much you're getting. If you're getting sugar for something else, so if you're getting like processed meats or salt, uh, or sauces is what I was going to say, then like you know you know that some cheap sources will have a lot of sugar and then they'll have a lot of salt and then it balances out or whatever so like obviously be mindful where you're getting your sugar from and sugar is kind of like a caffeine so it does give you a mini high so you want to be mindful of that as well and you want to have the same amount every day at the same time so if you're having sugar all the time all day it's going to disrupt your sleep just like caffeine would the worst thing you can do is have loads of artificial sweeteners artificial sweeteners cause cancer what about stevia isn't that just a leaf so Stevia is considered an artificial sweetener, but it is just a leaf. But a lot of artificial sweeteners are um, ultra processed and are actual chemical compounds that your body can't process. So what happens is it'll go through your digestive system and your digestion literally just it just pops out exactly as it was when it went in so it's not broken down at all that's actually really bad for your digestion you don't want things to do that because it can coat the little facilia things on the inside of the intestines the ones that so the little kind of fingery things that stick out in the mm. intestines sorry to be graphic um they, no no it's all they... right i'm just noticing that you're <laughs> like wiggling your fingers about and it's just <laughs> beneficial to my understanding of, of but yeah come on. i'm yeah, i'm yeah. very hand taught i'm gonna use my hands till the day i die anyway uh, <laughs> but anyway those little things they can get coated in like so this is kind of what happens with people who have real celiac disease it's is the the part of the wheat can coat usually the gluten can coat those little bits that stick out in the intestines and then that stops them from being able to absorb the food, the nutrients from the food, which is obviously what your intestines do. So if you're truly celiac and you never caught a non, what will happen is you'll get malnutrition and you'll go into hospital because 
it's it can be quite serious because your body's not even though you're eating all the time your body's not absorbing any of it and it's this similar kind of thing with the sugars they can get stuck they can coat and they have definitely you mean the sweeteners, up, there's no sugars, doubt about yeah. it oh yeah sorry the sweeteners yeah. yeah so if you want to do the best thing for your body just have sugar if you're desperate for it because that's going to do less harm than having artificial sweeteners but what about your glucose levels in your in your blood streams and the way the pancreas will react to it? i mean that's like although i heard that if you have a substitute to sugar your pancreas will still give off the same reactions as if they were actually getting mm. sugar is that true i heard that even caffeine i haven't heard that. that i mean I heard that because Sarah Pascoe said it on the news quiz 10 years ago, but that that could be incorrect now because, again, it's just one bit yeah. of information someone's heard once or there was one study and blah, 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 blah. So, yeah. again, it's one of those things where, like, you hear it, but, I mean... It might be true. Maybe only some bodies do that. I don't know. Yeah, well, that's the other thing as well, is different bodies will process things differently. But if um, I drank you know, if might... I drank a bottle of Coke, it be, wouldn't be good for me, though, would it? No. So... <laughs> So you're not, you can't be pretending no, that sugar is actually great. No, it's like if you want something sweet, your best option is fruit, solid fruit. So not juice, like fruit, because fruit has fiber and that changes how your body absorbs the sugar from the fruit. Right. The next best thing would be actual fruit sugars. So you're talking agave syrup and, you know, from a health perspective, obviously not from an environmental perspective. And then, um, you know, coconut sugars and things like that. Yes. <laughs> I know, right? You've yeah. got to decide what your values are, exactly, which one your yeah. priority is. And you're then making the last me think I should would... have none, really. It sounds too complicated. <laughs> Be a complete hedonist. <laughs> and then there's sugar, which is from the sugar plant, sugar cane. That your body can absorb it like anything else. It does give you a little bit of a sugar rush. You, you can quickly absorb it. But I'm going to be honest with you. If you eat a corn burger, you're going to get more of a sugar rush from the glucose in that corn burger than you're going to get from having a teaspoon of sugar in your coffee. Mm, okay. Because anything that's ultra processed, like those burgers and stuff, they, they put stuff in them you, that your body treats like sugar. Right, okay. It acts like sugar in your body. It doesn't taste like sugar because it's not trying to be sweet, but it, your body will respond to it. So it will give you like a real like, not sugar rush, like you just had like, I don't know, 10 packs of something really sweet, like you went to the candy shop or something. But like it will give you that full feeling and maybe you make you more alert. And you might think, oh, it's because I had all my protein. Or it could be that glucose or something. They've they've squirted into the highly ultra processed, you know, fake Fake so you, do you not think it's an anal- a correct analogy when people say that sugar's like a drug then and that it's actually addictive and that they put it in everything because it makes people it is just more. as addictive as caffeine okay you can get headaches if you don't have sugar you can get tired if you don't have sugar so if you but the best thing you can do is is just be regular with it don't don't i mean right. obviously if you have it once once a month that's not right that's fine whatever but if you want to have sugar every day don't be bonkers with your sugar just have one sweet thing once a day at the same time just like you would with like a coffee so if i had a bun every day as long as i have it at the same time every day i'm okay <laughs> yeah 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 okay. there you go. a big and, glazed and no donut at 11 a.m <laughs> It's fine. Well, I'm not as sure about it. Well, then you're talking AM. about <laughs> boiling, boiling wheat and stuff, and coating it in sugar. But yeah, I mean, you eat donuts. I've seen you buy donut. donuts. I love donuts. <laughs> yeah, I do like donuts. I I bought like six for my birthday or something. Oh, I didn't eat all six, by the way. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I just think that sugar gets a bad rep for being really bad for you, and yes, it is bad for you. But the worst thing is the ultra processing. So if you, so it's it's not sugar. 
that's mm. the devil it's all we do with it or how much you're having or when you're having it and if you struggle with a sweet tooth and you don't hate the flavor of vinegar if you have vinegar on a regular basis that also helps your sweet tooth lessen i don't know why this is an old wives tale don't ask me for the science behind it but it's always been said that if you have vinegar it will decrease your sweet tooth if you just constantly craving sweet things all right as good vinegar as well, by the way, just, you know, with the mother, with the flood, cloudy uh, stuff okay. and stuff. Just a bottle of that on the side. According to your old wives' tales and stuff. I don't know the science behind that one. <laughs> no, it's all right. You don't have to back up absolutely everything, so... But the other thing um, is, I haven't well, got is your sources for any of this either. So, I mean, you know, you need to be giving me a bibliography at the end of these. Yeah. <laughs> really? yeah. <laughs> Who funds you? <laughs> uh, I swear, yeah. nobody funds me. Was there another question in there? I feel like I went off on a tangent. I don't think so. Um, <laughs> okay. I've... Please don't think I'm trying to chip you up every time you say something. I hope you're not thinking that. Just, no, it's like... good. It's good. I like the challenge. We grow from challenges, This right? is how conversations work. <laughs> I assume that we trust is each other to Is this why you have no extent. friends? No, I'm joking. Yeah, I've got <laughs> at least three, thank you. And no, this is how um, conversations work, if you ask me. If you mm, trust the no, other person, like you don't need to like, uh, you know, I'm just exploring things. Yeah, you should push back. You should push back because especially if you've heard something, because I might not have heard it, you know, it might be something I haven't heard yet or something like that. So I don't know. I think that everything in moderation is your key. If you only eat lettuce, that's not a good idea. If you only eat mm. fruit, that's not a good idea. Do you know Idi e- e- Amin did that? Who's that? The former dictator of Uganda. Oh. When he got ousted from power... And he went to live in exile mm. in Saudi Arabia. I think he like just ate fruit for the last 20 years of his life. Mm. I'm not saying you can't survive. I'm not saying you'll die. I'm just saying that is not necessarily a natural thing for your body to do. Uh, there are some people that do it, though. I've heard that it's not, yeah, fr- yeah. not just, not just crazy, yeah. easy, idiom in doing it. But, yeah, I've heard it. Um, people have, like, fad diets, don't they, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you, I mean, I've heard people that just juice for their whole lives you or something. Just, like, people that say you should just eat meat or stuff. Just drink all of your food. Well, baby, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll say thanks for listening, shall I? Okay, sure. Hey, thanks for listening and um, and, and congratulations for making it. I think it was probably right, wasn't it? I thought it was a good chat. It's a bit of positive sort of reinforcement there. You did enjoy the show. (laughs) So if you enjoy the show, don't forget you can tell other people about it. And it's on YouTube as well as uh, all the podcast apps. Don't forget to follow us and interact with us and send us questions if you want. Or if you want to pull us up on our poor scientific knowledge, <laughs> then um, then it's... What's your email address? What? Are we giving email addresses out on here? <laughs> you can contact me through my website. That Taylor deals safest. with complaints. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> Genuinely, though, if you have anything you want us to talk about, I'm all ears. I love to hear what things you've got going on, what puts you off from going to a yoga class or what puts you off from going to comedy. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I can tell you ears. that it'd be all the problematic comedians that's well i don't think uh, i don't think that's really what's going on a lot of the time but anyway i'm just being facetious and figuring the first funny thing i could say that doesn't necessarily equate to saying something funny doesn't mean it's true that's the, you know, it's just a funny thing to say that's so there you go i wouldn't go and watch comedy if i didn't have to but i mean i think the general public should do i wouldn't do as much yoga if i was teaching it indeed yeah so <laughs> well, you should all do what we say and think <laughs> so, so. <laughs> 
stuff that you know will help our careers that'd be great thanks so um yeah, thank you so we should be back next month so please uh, subscribe and tell everybody and uh, we'll see you then